Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is, will the fall of America start in the second half of 2022? Will the fall of America start in the second half of 2022? I've got some, I got some reasons today that will probably shock you, but that's not all we're going to cover. Also, will the internal revolution start in March of 2022? I mean, because according to this last Coverstone dream, that's a high probability. Matter of fact, I talked to him, and we both kind of think something's happening in March. Now, he doesn't, you know, exactly know about the internal revolution like we do, but, okay, let's more, there's more. Next question is, will the tribulation start September 25th, 2022? Try that again. Will the tribulation start with uh, September 25th of 2022? Which, by the way, just happens to be right smack dab in the middle of our solemn September assembly for 2022, which is, of course, on purpose. And that is so that we can pray for our nation. One group of people gathering under one nation to do one thing, pray for America. Okay, so let's get started. First of all, I I could take several programs and talk about all the things that are going on but I'm just going to make one point today. I'll probably have to continue this tomorrow. HalTurnerRadioShow.com again. Russia recognizes Luhansk and Donetsk as independent states. Ukraine declares martial law. Now, that's not exactly kind of an overview of what we're about to read. But the point I'm trying to make here in reading this, I want you to ask yourself, does this sound like war is about to start? My opinion Yes. It goes on to say, very heavy shelling using multiple launch rocket systems was taking place over in the Ukraine area, perpetrated by the Ukrainian military forces. Now, you remember, what we're getting in the news is not exactly accurate. Remember that. And you remember the lady's dream that said, actually, what's going on is the Russians are trying to go over and take over the Khazarian Mafia area or the Moloch and Ball worshippers' home turf and be able to get their gold, and hey, if they take it over, that's fine. You have the gold. You have the silver. But I want them to release that inside information that's going to tear down many governments around the world. This is probably where they store all of their blackmail material. Now, let's go on. Also last night, the Russian embassy in Washington, D.C. sent out mass emails, the Russian embassy in Washington, D.C., mass emails, uh, with an attachment which, uh, with backup claims that there are mass graves of civilians in Luhansk, people murdered by the Ukrainian government. Well, those kind of reports come out when they're trying to say, well, we're going to go over here and attack these people, but they have it coming. Okay, <laughs> let's go on. This is the important part. Trucks carrying brand new S-550 satellite killer missiles. Satellite killer missiles? This is real important were seen traversing the public roads less than 70 miles from the Poland border. These new Russian missiles can hit and destroy U.S., NATO, GPS, and communication satellites in space, rendering our entire warfighting capability of NATO almost useless. In other words, like the old saying says, in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. Well, if you poke that one eye out, then... You beat him to, to death. I remember my dad was telling me a story. He said, if you're having trouble with guys at school, he said, just pick you up a handful of sand and, 
and throw it in their eyes. He said, then you can beat the living tar out of them. Okay, so if you blind them, and that's what they're talking about, you have to understand the Russians are leaders in chess. Chess is a strategy game. We tend to think in America that we are the smartest, the best, the fastest, the richest, you know, and everything. But understand, when it comes to chess or strategy, the Russians are the best. And they have planned this out. They haven't been over attacking Afghanistan and uh, Iraq and things like this. Been at war for the last 20 years like America has. Instead, they've been strategizing and planning and plotting the day when, as coiled serpents, they can strike and kill America. And they're pretty good at it. Let's go on. There's more. U.S. NATO troops rely heavily on satellite communications to coordinate attack and defense operations. Of course they do. <laughs> I rely on GPS communications to get to the doctor's office. Okay. They also rely heavily on global positioning satellites for travel and precise targeting of missile strikes. Almost all our missiles depend on GPS satellite coordinates in order to make them hit their targets. U.S. NATO missiles rely almost completely, well, I just said that, all of that would be rendered useless if Russia fires its S-550 satellite killer missiles. The entire war fighting capability of NATO would almost grind to a halt. Wow. Now, does that sound, here's my point. Now we're going to look at prophecy. Does that sound like we're getting close to war? It does to me. Now let's go to Revelation 6.1. What is it that starts the tribulation? It's when the first seal is opened. It's not when some peace treaty or some treaty is signed. The event, the starting event, is when the first seal is opened. Revelation 6.1 And I saw when the Lamb, that would be Jesus, opened one of the seals, and I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder. Now, I pray often that either physically or spiritually, I would get to hear that noise of thunder. I want to know when that first seal is open. And according to Ken Peters and the other lady, apparently every ear on the earth hears it, and it's loud, and it's long, and there's no mistaking, and there's a bunch of people come out of their graves. All of that sounds very plausible. But let's look at the next thing. Then it says, I saw, behold, a white horse. Now, let me just say, this is not the Pope, as I once thought. This, I mean, as you grow and you learn, you know, you learn more about prophecy. This is a an angel of the Lord on a white horse, period. That's what it is. And he sat upon him, had a bow and a crown was given to him, and he went forth conquering and to conquer. Meaning, the first thing, when the first seal opens, is God sends out an angel to start war. What? God would start a war? Yep. Uh, I believe it's... Uh, Deuteronomy 32 says, I kill, I make alive. I wound, I heal. And neither can any deliver out of my hand. Jesus decides when wars start and when they end and who wins. He is the righteous judge. So what he's doing here is sending out an angel to start war. Well, wait a minute. Why would he do Hang on, hang on. You have to understand that there's a massive revival, global revival, Everyone's name who's in the name of whose name is in the book of life all comes into the kingdom before that first seal is opened. So this is not bringing judgment on on the people whose names are in the book of life. This is bringing judgment on those people that have refused Jesus. And so th 
uh, uh, worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom. Here, let me back up. Worthy is the lamb uh, to open the book and to loose the seals thereof. Because he was slain, has redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred tongue, people, and nation, and has made us under God kings and priests. Meaning, God, or Jesus, and only Jesus, is worthy to open that seal. Because that seal, that first seal, is bringing judgment upon the earth specifically to those people that have not received Jesus. No, there's not going to be a pre-trib rapture. Sorry, that's a misunderstanding. I've got a whole book explaining it called How Pre-Trib One, prophecyclub.com. You can go in and check it out. Not trying to be offensive. I'm just trying to bring you the truth. Look, you know, if the tribulation's about to start, we better make certain that we understand the tribulation and the prophecies concerning. Okay, so anyway, the point being, is the tribulation about to start? One of the things we can look for before we hear that noise of thunder, before the first seal is opened, is there's going to be a lot of wars start. Now, let's back up. Does this look to you like there's about to be a war? Absolutely. Okay, is this just going to be a small war, just a little small regional war? Well, not according to the other prophecy. It said the lick, the, the wick is lit. The match is started, and it's burning down fast. And this, this, according to the prophecy, is the war that will escalate and eventually be the Russians attacking and destroying America in one day. So this is a major war, and it's highly probable that it is <laughs> the first seal starting to open. Not open yet, but it could be that the angel, the first angel is about to be sent out. And it could be that that's about to happen September 25th of 2022. I did say that right. September 25th of 2022 is a high probability. I didn't say it was. I do not know. God has not told me, but I'm a watchman. And if I see a sword come, I'm commanded to let you know, look, I see a sword coming. So I'm telling you, I see a sword coming. I see a problem. I see that we could be coming into the tribulation very, very soon. So I am doing my job by telling you that. Now, let's go on to the next point. Then you jump down to verse 4. So now there went another horse that was red. Again, it's not, uh, it, it, red didn't have anything to do with it. It's simply an angel that is literally on a red horse. That angel came to Dimitri one day, and I'll skip that story. But anyway, so this angel on the red horse is set out to take peace from the earth, that they should kill one another. That sounds like war. And there was given to him a great sword. Probably that great sword has something to do with something very high technology, probably that we don't know about. Now, let me back up and kind of explain where we're going here. So this is war, Revelation 6, 1 and 2, and also Revelation 3 and 4 is war. So are we looking at possibly some wars about to start? Yeah, absolutely. So could the tribulation be about ready to start? Yeah, absolutely. So... Daniel chapter 7 describes these four beasts, and then you find them also over in Revelation 13. So let me refresh your memory on what this is talking about. So first we have the lion with eagle's wings. This is not talking about the lion. It's simply trying to identify the eagle's wings are America. They've lifted up from the earth and made to stand upon uh, uh, feet as a man, meaning it was a nation that was made a nation that was not originally a nation. That's all I'm saying. 
So first we see there would be a superpower come out of the wings, the eagle's wings. That's America. Then we see another bear stand upon its feet, had three ribs in the mouth of between the teeth of it, and they said thus unto it, Arise and devour much flesh. As I've said before, we're watching to see if uh, Latvia, Estonia, and Ukraine will be the three ribs in the mouth of it between the teeth of it. And if we see Russia come down and take over and gobble up those three nations, and according to several things that we'll get to, uh, they're in the process of doing that. Well, that could be the three. And then after that, it says, arise and devour much flesh. Well, that would mean attacking America. Now, I want to think that we have another five, six years before America is actually attacked, but I don't know that. All right. Then the third thing. Now, this third one, the Islamic leopard has not been formed yet. I used to think that these all ha- these three had to form before you could have a world government. Not necessarily. I can see that the world government could go ahead and start, well, this year. I said it could. I didn't say in. I said it could. And so it may be that this Islamic leopard here, maybe it starts after the tribulation starts. All right, so the point is we're coming to the world government, and this is the world government. It has a head of an English lion, body of an Islamic leopard, and feet of a Russian bear. Now, let's jump to Daniel chapter 4, and it talks about these eagle's wings, the bear, the leopard, and the fourth beast. Then, after these three are formed, um, at least in the, in the succession of it, there's another little horn that has three horns, by, and, it, and it plucked up three horns by the roots. So as the Antichrist comes to power, he will immediately start a war. That's what we're looking for, and that's the point we're trying to get to today. Immediately start a war, and he will overcome three of the global nations. Well, I haven't made global nations yet, so we're not totally there, but we're getting close. That's my point. We're getting close. This is where they want to head to, a world government with the beast at the head of it. All right, now. Uh, let me just say right up front, I do not believe in astrology. I do not believe, okay? However, I thought this was very interesting. On 2-22-22, which I believe is probably going to be the day that you're watching this, at least it'll be the day this broadcast is released, will be a once-in-a-248-year event. That got my attention. Pluto is going to be in conjunction with the United States. Now, this is what the astrologers say. Again, I'm not an astrologer. Uh, the last time this happened was July the 4th, 1776, the founding day of America. Astrologically speaking, Pluto means destruction or rebirth. So is tomorrow going to be a starting day of destruction or will it be a birth or maybe could it be both? So could it be that tomorrow is actually going to be the day that the old SWIFT system, sorry, that's the name I have for it, and the new quantum financial system, the new digital system is going to be turned on and coming in? Well, we will see. I thought it was also interesting that they said Rome fell when Pluto returned. Hmm. Again, I don't believe in astrology, but there is something interesting more. So I looked up the word Apophis. Apophis is an ancient serpent god, or in the Greek, Apophis, the name is Apep, which means the uncreator. The ancient Egyptian mythical god called the god of chaos. That's what Apophis means. Now, the interesting part of this, Apophis arrives in 2029. 
Tribulation starts seven years before. 2029 would be what year? Uh, 29, 28, 27, 26, 25, 24. Hmm. 2022. All right. I looked this up. This is from uh, NASA Science website. Apophis is a real asteroid. The number is which is 999. If you turn that upside down, it's 666, by the way. 99942. And by the way, if you add four and two, that's another six. <laughs> oh, maybe it's not just an accident. Apophis is a near-Earth asteroid more than 1,000 feet, that's over three meters, in size that will harmlessly pass close to the Earth April the 13th, 2029. What's April the 13th? Uh, well, that's Friday the 13th. Okay, so how many, hmm, do we have to get before we say, hmm? <laughs> it's kind of getting interesting because is it saying something? Maybe, maybe. Okay, let's go on. When it was discovered in 2004, the asteroid caused a stir because of initial calculations indicated a small possibility it would impact Earth in 2029. 2029. Hmm. After searching through some older astronomical images, scientists ruled out the possibility of a 2029 impact. It's now predicted that the asteroid will pass safely about 19,800 miles from the planet's surface. While that's a safe distance, it's close enough that the asteroid will come between Earth and our moon. And could it also be close enough to cause the North and South Pole to reverse? Remember Isaiah uh, 21, uh, 19, the Earth turned upside down and scattered abroad, the inhabitants thereof. I mean, it literally wobbles back and forth like a drunkard, and then it turns upside down. I wonder if this could have something to do with it. Now there's more. So Tom Horn had this vision about 2 a.m. He says he was shown a giant space rock, an asteroid. By the way, the difference between an asteroid is this and a meteor is this. Asteroid is, is a rock outside of our, outside of our, our atmosphere. But once it enters the atmosphere, it becomes a meteorite, okay? So he's shown a giant space rock, an asteroid, moving through the space. Suddenly, he was back on the earth again, surrounded by tens of thousands of people on a mountain running for their lives. People were everywhere, screaming, begging God to deliver them from what was coming. He said, I watched this fiery mountain, hmm, that's right out of scripture, entering the atmosphere, that will make it now turn from asteroid to meteorite, burning as it comes through the atmosphere, breaking apart. As it comes through the atmosphere, a huge part of it strikes the ocean, a huge part of it strikes the earth, and all of a sudden, the earth is shaking so violently that none of us can stand up. We were all knocked off of our feet. It was the most horrific thing. I can hear this terrible sound as if the earth is literally cracking. The mantle of the earth is breaking apart. Is that maybe what opens up the bottomless pit? And uh, maybe the locusts come out? I looked over my shoulder again. And this giant wall of water, just as enormous tsunami, hundreds of feet tall, is coming up over the top of this mountain. And again, everybody is trying to run. Then these large hands lifted me up into space, and I'm now looking down on the earth, and the waters were boiling beneath this giant burning rock. The water was like aerosol coming up off the ocean, entering into the upper atmosphere. This caused hurricane activity. The second part hitting the earth, causing volcanoes to erupt erupting, filling the atmosphere. 
Then I heard a voice speak the word Apophis. Hmm. Now, why is that interesting? He discovered that NASA actually discovered this asteroid back in 2004 and named it Apophis. <laughs> okay, this is the god of chaos, the god of destruction. Apophis is a real asteroid. NASA says that it's going to come so close to the Earth it's going to knock out the satellites, moving 28,000 miles an hour and believes it will strike the Earth on Friday the 13th. <laughs> Apophis is going to strike the Earth April 13, 2029. Now, the question is, is it going to pass far enough to where it won't do damage? Or is it going to come close enough to where it will do damage? Or is it actually going to strike? Well, I believe Tom Horn more than I believe NASA. Now, let's go to the scriptures. So we go to Revelation 8, 6. So this is the seven angels which had seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound. And you remember... The voice that spoke to me when I was memorizing the book of Revelation it said the seven seals play over seven years. The seven trumpets play over seven months. The seven vials play over seven days. So this is the start of the seven trumpets, meaning at this point we are about seven months before Jesus returns. So the first angel sounded, there followed hail, fire, mingled blood, and they were cast upon the earth, and the third part of the trees were burned up, all green grass was burned up. Means it got hot, but it hasn't struck. Sounds to me like an asteroid that's getting close to the earth, doesn't it? And the second angel sounded was were a great mountain burning with fire. That sounds to me like that just might be Apophis. Cast into the sea, and the third part of the sea became blood. Third part of the creatures which were in the sea and had life died, and the third part of the ships were destroyed. Sounds like it very well could be Apophis. But I don't think it just is one big chunk. My guess is it breaks apart into several of them. The third angel sounded, and there fell a great sorrow from heaven, burning as it were a lamp. And it fell upon the third part of the rivers and upon the fountains of waters. And the name of the star is called Wormwood. In my opinion, I don't think it's just one chunk that hits. I think it is several. It may have been one asteroid, but at what time it entered into the atmosphere and became meteorites, it's possible it broke apart. Nevertheless, scriptures will be fulfilled. And the waters became wormwood. Many men died of the waters because they were made bitter. Now, understand, at this point, everybody that is going to be in the book of life has already been saved before the tribulation starts. Now, does that mean nobody can be saved in the tribulation? Oh, absolutely. There will be millions, and I have my way about it, billions of people saved in the tribulation because you can put your name in the book of life even though it might not have been there from the foundation of the world. Now let's go on. So now the fourth angel sounded, the third part of the sun was smitten. Now, I see, I, I got to get to my chart here. Let me show you what I think is going on here. So, I think this is this is the chart I need to be to. So we see the first seven seals. Look here. Okay, first seven seals. This is the tribulation beginning, possibly September 25th, 2022. I'm not saying the tribulation starting to September 25th, 2022. Please hear me. Please quote me correctly. Uh, God has not told me the tribulation starts this year. I do believe it starts on the first uh, of the Feast of Trumpets which is, if it is this year, Feast of Trumpets is September 25th of 2022. So he said, the seven seals 
play over seven years. So from here to here is seven years. Seven trumpets play over seven months, which is from here to here. Okay. Seven vials play over seven days from here to here. Okay. Now, our interest starts here. See this gold area, this brown area, this box? In my opinion, that's what's happening. Now, it, the fourth trumpet is a third part of the sign of smitten. Third part of the moon, third part of the stars are darkened, the third part of the day and the night shown like, uh, and the day shown not uh, for the third part of it and the night shown likewise. I don't think I quoted that correct. But anyway, so in my opinion, I think this one actually happens first. This is what, so something about the third the size of the sun slams into the sun. And all of the debris coming off of that, although it doesn't hit here first. So I think these will be the first fragments coming out here. A third of the trees will burn up, all green grass will burn up. Then we see a third of the sea uh, dies. Then we see a third of the rivers and water. Okay, but this is the rascal that causes it here. But that happens way out at the sun. But that's what causes the other three. Now, that's just a guess. It's a good guess, but it's just a guess. Then all the other things start happening. Now, let me show you where I think America falls. I think America falls right here. And I think it's very interesting that Apophis happens on April the 13th, which is Friday the 13th. Kind of interesting, huh? Now, let's back up. I've covered this many times. It's very important. And this is probably, my guess, probably when America, probably when the Russians attack America. That's the reason I say the war that will eventually have the Russians attack America has probably started, according to the prophecies. And this is probably the actual, in that ballpark, and that's roughly, well, it's exactly 50 days from fifty from first fruits to Pentecost. That's my best guess. Again, that's a guess. God has not told me exactly when America falls, and believe me, I've prayed a lot of times asking him to. So what happens here is Jesus returns on first fruits, he resurrects 144,000 one-year-old Jewish boys. They have no guile in the mouth. Follow the lamb whithersoever he goeth. And then 50 days later, he, res- he resurrects us. By this time, most Christians have died. This is recently it says here, Blessed are the di- dead which die uh, in the Lord henceforth. Yea, say the spirit that their works do follow them. Well, that's the ones that are not ready to go to the marriage supper. So we go to the marriage supper of the lamb. And then I'll skip all of that. About four months later, this is when Jesus returns. The final time, this is when we get our crowns, mantles, and rewards in our new glorified body. Now, to tie that together here, we're looking at the same events here. These charts sort of overlap, okay? Now, let's look at first fruits. First fruits plays with the first five trumpets. I've sort of showed you that. Uh, Here's the first five trumpets. And the fall of America is over here. Now, the next time Jesus returns is on the last first fruits on Mount Zion. Let's talk about that a second. By the way, this is the verse that most of the people that have been taught, sad to say, people that meant well, I don't think that they're trying to be mean. I don't think that they're trying to lie to people. I think that they have honestly tried to bring the truth to people as best they possibly can but they were laboring under a lack of information, 
which God gave me, called The Secret Door. You should get the book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, at prophecyclub.com. Matter of fact, we've got a five-book order there that is a really good deal. That's, that's what I'd recommend you get, like 40 books for 100 bucks. That way you got lots of extra books to hand out. Anyway, this is the verse that messes up the pre-trib. There's other ones, but this is a very, very good one. Because the pre-trib, that, that philosophy, that theory, has not taken into account that Jesus returned two times. This is the first time, the very next time he returned. I looked into a lamb, stood upon the Mount Zion. Now, what's Mount Zion? Well, it's about a 30-minute walk from Mount Zion. Oh, excuse me. About a 30-minute walk from the Mount of Olives. And it's a small mountain. As a matter of fact, getting 144,000 little one-year-old children on there, it's going to be pretty crowded. So I don't think they'll stay there. I think they're going to walk all over, just like the Bible says. Well, here, let's go and read it. A lamb stood upon the Mount Zion with him 144,000, having his father's name written in their foreheads. And they sung as it were a new song before the throne, before the four beasts and the elders. And no man could learn that song but the 144,000 which were redeemed from the earth. Now, this is the important part. These are they which are not defiled with women, for they are virgins. Well, they're only one year old. I guess they haven't had women by then. These are they which follow the Lamb whithersoever he goeth. These were redeemed from among men, being the firstfruits unto God. Now, that word firstfruits, that's the secret door. You can also find that Leviticus 23, verse 10. Because when you link that word from Leviticus into Revelation 14, 4, that secret door, all of a sudden, you, you see, and this is what the book explains, the feasts are the pattern of the last seven months. The seven feasts are the pattern of the events and the order of events for the last seven months. That's why Secret Door lays it all out so you can finally understand Revelation. And if uh, if the pre-tribbers would either get the Secret Door to understand Bible prophecy, which never mentions the word rapture specifically, I did not talk about the rapture in that book, this is only helping you to understand the Secret Door. But then if you want to understand how that ties to the rapture, then you get the book, How Pre-Trib Won. And that goes in and lays it out. And I go in, like, for example, I pull down like 25. Oh, this is how come we know it's got to be pre-trib. And then, not to be mean about it, you know, I, I understand. I used to believe in pre-trib too. I liked information. But then when I got more information, I thought, oh, I, I see, I see. Okay, well, that's what How Pre-Trib One does. It takes what the people say about a pre-trib rapture, and then I use the secret door, I use the the feasts to go through and say, okay, it's like this, this is the way it all lays out. And all of a sudden, lights turn on, you say, well, of course. Of course, I didn't see it before. So I don't think people are lying to someone. I don't think they're bad people because they're teaching at a pre-trib or or, or believing in a pre-trib. I don't think they're bad people. I think they just lack the information. But now the information has been given by God. And let me just say, I don't think I'm something special. I think you're special. I think that God is bringing this information because we are in the last days. And probably we are, not necessarily 2022, but we are about to go into the tribulation. So we have a need to know. We need to understand those prophecies. We need to put aside the weights that do so easily beset. 
We need to put aside our denominational differences, and we need to study the scriptures to be rightly proven. Okay, let's go on. Okay, first fruits. Now, in their mouth they found no guile, for they are without fault before the throne of God. No, there's no guile in their mouth because they never learned to talk. They're only one years old. So that's where we are with the Lamb of God. Now, further evidence as to why the tribulation could start in 2022. Now, I'm not saying it starts in 2022. Again, God has not told me, but I have, I'm a watchman. So if I see a sword come, I got to warn you. So these two cows, I've talked about it a lot of times, so I'm not going to go into a lot of the detail. But these two cows were both publicized to the public on the same day, which just happens to be a Shemitah. It was um, September the 14th of 2014. Now, here it is, September 25th, 2014. And the, 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 I, 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 all right, well, I'll explain it here. Okay, so the black and white cow means there's seven years of plenty, which started September 25th of 2014. The red cow means then there would be seven years of famine, and those seven years of famine would also tie into other prophecies. So this says there's seven years of famine. It does not say that's tribulation, but if you think the tribulation would be a famine, and I think that they go hand in hand anyway, then there's a high probability that at least it's, if it's, it, it, it's not, maybe it's not exact, but it's probably an overlay. They're associated. I think that's fair to say. All right, so then, December 10, 22, or 2001, Gabriel uh, visited this guy, Terry Bennett, and he showed him the future, and he said there was three sets of seven years. Now, I'm going to skip the first two sets. I'm going to go right to the third set. That's what we're talking about. He says, now, I want you to notice, he does not say that this is the tribulation, but everything he says is saying it is the tribulation. So period three will be from the years 2022 to 2028. And how long is that? 2022, 2023, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28. Uh, that's six, 29. So, eh, we're in the ballpark, but there's nothing we can say that it says absolutely positively Jesus returns in either 28 or 29. And there's nothing absolutely positively says the tribulation starts in 22 or 2023. We don't know. But we can say, Phew. It's getting close, and that's one of my points today. So he says, The governmental troubles will be a preparation, particularly in Europe, for the arising of the spirit of the Antichrist, the coming new world order, then the spirit of the Antichrist and the false prophet and a one-world religion. It will be a combination of three world religions, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, all brought together in a one-world religion. Those three would be combined as a compromise, a mixture. Each of those three religions believes in one God, whereas other religions have many gods. The one world religion would be presented as a solution to bring peace when reality is actually compromised to destroy the absoluteness that there is only one way to heaven through Jesus. Anybody who refuses to accept the new world religion would be labeled as a radical terrorist and a threat to world peace. As it go forward, it will move to murder. It will be declared, by the way, I like the way he says that, it will move to murder murder, if the state kills someone, that's probably called an execution. But if a person, man-to-man or woman-to-man, in other words, a personal killing is referred to as a murder. 
The state doesn't murder people. See what I'm saying? So in that he uses the word murder confirms what I think is going to happen. I think that other prophecies also say that the beast is going to rise up and speak bad about all of the Protestants and tell everybody that has taken the mark to go kill everyone. They have his permission. He's God, okay? Have his permission and his command to find anybody that didn't have the mark of the beast and to kill them. That's what it's saying. As it goes forward, it will turn to murder. They will be declared by a religious leader in Europe that this person whom they receive as their governmental leader is God, when in reality, it's the Antichrist. When this religious leader, or false prophet, declares this man, the Antichrist, to be God, I saw hundreds of thousands of Catholics rose up and said no. They resisted what they knew was the attack against the Lord Jesus himself. As a result, many Catholics were murdered. Again, there's that word again. That's a personal attack. He also saw many Protestants resisting, and they were also put together in great numbers. He saw millions of these resistors put to death, martyred for the refusal to accept the divinity of the Antichrist. You don't believe he's God? I'm going to kill you. There will also be resistor nations and tribes of people in the European area who will be unwilling to go down that path. But it was a great cost of life, and they will resist, and many of them will resist. Satan is going to push for a worldwide acceptance of the Antichrist, and he will never be fully accepted. There will be sheep nations that absolutely resist, and there will be groups and people of groups that absolutely resist. Now, here's the point. Then Gabriel told Terry, you will see 666 in your lifetime. You will see the number of man demonically controlled in economics. Well, okay, hang on. That's the point. I'm trying to make the point. <clears throat> While I do not know that the tribulation is to start in 2022, I'll say it again. I do not know that the tribulation will start in 2022. I do not know that it'll start September 25th of 2022. But it's highly likely. So since it's highly likely, and I'm a watchman, I got to blow the trumpet when I see the sword come, I got to tell you, there's a good possibility. If you look at all of these things we talked about today, when it goes forward to religion, that's when the mass martyrdom begins. Terry told me in a personal phone conversation that the fall of America would be in the year 2021. Now, I do not think that that's the Russian attack. I think that that is the start. Well, what happened in 2021? Well, a lot of things. So you could say, yeah, he was correct. I don't think he missed it. Okay, now, Leslie and I have been invited to speak April 2nd in Columbia, Missouri, and all of the details can be found at prophecyclub.com. And I invite you to come. I'm going to talk on two topics, and Leslie's going to talk on two topics. One of mine will be on Noah's Ark, show pictures of Noah's Ark. Also, I'm going to bring my piece that I brought back from Noah's Ark. And we're also going to, I'm going to talk about Miss the Mark. Don't take the mark of the beast. Also, if you're thinking about getting some kind of long-term storage food, some kind of emergency or famine food, I'd recommend you go to josephskitchen.com and check that out because we are beating everybody else's prices. Most of the time, you spend nine or $10,000 for one person for one year's worth of food. But if you go to go Joseph's Kitchen, you can get food for two people for one year for in the ballpark of less than $2,000. Two people, one year, less than $2,000. That's about 10% of what everybody else is offering famine food for. And that's what it is. It's famine food. And it's talking about how to make wheat, berries, grind them into flour, and make your own 
homemade bread, just like they did in the days of Joseph, hence the name Joseph Kitchen. If you're looking for gold and silver, I'd recommend you go to cornerstoneassetmetals.com and mention Prophecy Club. And if you need some kind of an EMP device so that when the suitcase nukes go off, your computer and your chips and your cars still work, then we'll send you to empshield.com. Promo code PROPHECY. That helps your Prophecy Club and gets you a $50 discount. And for the books, and also get signed up to come to the meeting April the 2nd, we'll send you to prophecyclub.com. And you can watch like, I don't know, 300, over 300 different DVDs we made through the years at watchprophecyclub.com for 20 bucks a month. Terry Sock is a prophecy student, and he reads his King James Bible, and he believes in winning souls so much, he is supporting the Prophecy Club so that we can win more souls. So if you want to support someone that loves prophecy and wants to win souls, I'm going to send you to cornerstoneassetmetals.com, where you can get all sorts of precious metals, gold, silver, rhodium, palladium, and things like that. Cornerstoneassetmetals.com. Now, I need to tell you about an upcoming meeting that Leslie and I have been invited to, and I want to invite you to come to it, too. So this lady out of Columbia, Missouri, has contacted us and asked Leslie and I to come and speak at a GLOW. Now, many of you know that it was once called Women's GLOW, but this is both men and women speak. Don't get concerned about the name there. It's going to be us speaking at the meeting. Now, Who's Leslie? Well, Leslie is my wife. She's a prophet, and she's a real prophet. She's not a blessed prophet. She is a prophet like under the Old Testament prophets. She's going to be talking on finding the courage to lead as a warrior and a second talk stuck in a rut hut. Now, the first one is kind of giving us courage to fortify our heart for the difficult times coming. The second one is how to not get down and depressed in the trouble that's coming. And she's also got a meeting coming up, Train the Prophets. While it's not all just for prophets, it's for anyone that wants to be trained as a minister. And it's coming up April 21 to April 24. You go to traintheprophets.com, find out all about it. Then I'm going to be talking on two topics later on that afternoon. Noah's Ark confirms the Bible. We've talked about that, so I'll move on. I talked about it briefly. I'm going to be showing you pictures and everything. Also, I'm going to be talking about my new book, Miss the Mark, Don't Take the Mark of the Beast, show you what the Mark of the Beast looks like, the number of his name, and all of that. Now, if you want to go, it's April 2nd, 2022. Doors open at 9. I'll speak. Actually, let's talk from about 10 to about noon, and I take from about 1 to 5 in there. Registration is $25. That includes lunch. It's at the Drury Plaza Hotel, Columbia East. You do have to call and make reservations. So to do that, go to prophecyclub.com. As you recall, Joseph interpreted Pharaoh's dreams. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm just going to refresh your memory. Okay, so the story was the Pharaoh in Joseph's day. So he has two dreams. The first one, he sees seven fat cattle and then seven lean cattle. Then he sees seven good ears of corn and the seven bad ears of corn. And he sees that the seven bad ears eat up the good ears. He couldn't get anybody to interpret it. So finally, he finally turns to the man of God. Joseph, he said, can you explain? He said, yeah, the two dreams are one message. And the one message is saying, God has shown the Pharaoh what he's going to do. He's going to bring seven years of plenty, which will be followed by seven years of famine. Pharaoh says, what should I do? Now, listen to this word, wheat. 
He said, store a point. And so what they did in those days, and Ron White said he found the place where they stored these massive amounts of wheat. So they stored up during the seven years of plenty, 20%, not 10%, but 20% what came in, they brought it all in. They were commanded to bring it all in. During the seven years of famine, that wheat fed the world. That wheat, not rice, not beans, (laughs) not freeze-dried food, (laughs) wheat, wheat fed the world. And that is also what happened to bring the wealth of the world into Egypt. Why? Because the Jewish people were living there and God was blessing them. Genesis 41, 54 54 goes on to tell more about it, but here's the point is. He says that the seven years of dearth began to come. According to Joseph had said, and the dearth was in all the land, but in the land of Egypt there was rice cakes. No. Freeze-dried food. No. What is it that God uses to take care of his people in the famine? Well, the biblical example is bread. Genesis 41, 55 goes on to say, When all the, Egypt, the land of Egypt was famished, the people cried to Pharaoh for wheat, wheat bread. So what do you suppose in the seven years of famine in the last years, what do you suppose we should have to prepare for seven years of famine today? Perhaps the same thing. Wheat, let's go on. So here's what we've done. Now, I'm going to put up a video. It's about an hour long, and I'm going to explain this in detail, so I'm not going to go into it a whole lot here. But God has directed us to begin offering a way to where you can use wheat to feed you and your family, which is probably the cheapest and the best thing, in my opinion, out there, to have during a famine. So we've started a website, and I'm very excited to finally bring this to you. Hopefully it is all up and working come Monday when you watch this broadcast. But what you do to the go to the website, and it's josephskitchen.com. josephskitchen.com. You go there, and the first page is going to look like this. So what you do, well, actually it's not the first page, but you click on Shop, and then it'll pull up this page. Then you click on, right here, Machines Package, and it'll take you to a page that looks like this. First thing you have to do is get the machines because wheat has two weaknesses. One is it's difficult to eat the wheat berries. That's what they call them, not wheat seeds, but the wheat berries. You have to grind them up from the berries into making wheat flour to make the bread. And mechanical devices, uh, maybe I'll talk about that later, but they, they don't cut it. You have to have some kind of electric mill to take it from the berries to the flour. So what we've done is put together a package. Here's the mill. This grinds. We're going to send you a mill uh, to grind it to flour. Then we're going to send you a bread maker so that you put all the ingredients in here, push a button, two hours and 20 minutes later, you got a nice, hot, steaming loaf of bread, and it is good. We're also going to send you a bread slicer with a knife so you can slice it up a thermometer that you will use in the making of it, and also a set of beakers. I'm going to send you everything you need, plus instructions on how I have made over 50 loaves of bread. I had two slices this morning for breakfast and lunch. That's what I had. Matter of fact, that's the primary thing I'm eating anymore. So it's not just survival food. It's stand daily food. Okay, so first thing you need is a set of machines. Now, those will last for a long time, perhaps several years. We don't know how long, but anyway. First thing is you need to get a machines package. Next thing is you need to get the wheat and all of the ingredients. So 
you're going to order if you have a mom and dad in a home, you'll order people uh, f- food for at least two people for one year. That's 937 or a figure about a thousand bucks. And they, we send you the wheat in the pail so that the mice and the, it doesn't go bad and it should last seven to 10 years. Send you all of the ingredients you need and you just click on add the cart. And also, if you want to have food for four people, then it's a little bit more. If you want to have food for six people, it's a little bit more. Now, you compare that. Okay, so you got to have the, the mechanicals, which is about 800. And then you have to have the actual food. Two people one year is about $2,000, including shipping, that kind of a ballpark. Four people one year is about 3000 Six people one year is about 4000 But if you compare that to what it costs in other places, this is what you're going to find. You're going to find that most of them cost about $10,000 per year per person. This is about $1,000 a year per person. What? Yeah, about a thousand dollars a year per person. So at that, <laughs> what we're offering you is about ten times less than what all of these other survival food places. All these people sell a survival food. My opinion, they're not doing it right. They're offering things that are very, very expensive. You shouldn't have to pay ten thousand dollars a year to feed one person. But in most cases, it is. However, with wheat, if you do it our way, and it's not only is better for you, as the video I'm going to post up here, if you'll go watch it, it'll explain to you, but it's also far cheaper. So what do you do? I'd recommend that you go to josephskitchen.com. I'll back up here. There you go, right there. josephskitchen.com. Take some time exploring through it. What you want to do. If you've got, um, say, a mom and a dad, or if you've got, if you've got three people, matter of fact, if you've got two people in there, you might even want to order the four people one year package. Just make sure you got plenty. But definitely, if you've got more than two people in your home, you definitely want to get the four people one year package. If you've got, say, mom and dad and two or three kids, uh, you definitely want to get the six year package. But here's the thing for about $4,000 to $4,500, you can feed them all for a year. <laughs> Nothing else comes close. You can compare that. Most of the time, you'll spend $60,000 to feed six people for a year, not $4,000. Josephskitchen.com, best deal out there, I think. Now, maybe somebody who got a better deal. Uh, I've never searched everything, but I doubt it. God used wheat in the days of Joseph to feed the world for seven years, and I think he's going to do it. Once again, so our prices are about $2,000 a year, two people, about $1,000 a year per person. Okay. Yeah. Give or take about $1,000 a year. So you got six people to feed. Yeah. Less than $6,000. So what we're asking you to do today is to get this book and DVD. Now, hang on, hang on. I'm going to put a challenge out there. I've had several emails come to me lately and people will be repenting. I've been watching you for for years, and I never sent a donation until right now. And, oh, I'm really sorry. I know I should have a long time ago. But anyway, here's my donation. So let me first speak to all of the people that have never supported this ministry. I'm going to ask you this time to consider supporting it. And it's not about money. I want to get you excited about proving that the Bible is true. 
I think you will be so amazed by this book. It's it's book and DVD. This book is just high. Well, here's the picture of what we were just talking about. High quality, full color photographs, eight and a half by 11, big, I mean, really nice stuff. And when I saw this book, I said, oh, I got to have it. <laughs> I got to have it because I've been there. I mean, less when I've been there, we, we know this stuff's true. We've been there. You know, we got our own photographs, a lot of this stuff. This, if we really are in the last days, and I think we both believe we are, then, see, God has put archaeological evidence into the earth to convince those people that will be convinced. Some people you never convince. And what this book and DVD are is some is 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 giving you the ability to put in your hands the ability to explain the validity and the truth of the Bible. Now, here's what we're asking. Okay, so the book is seventy five dollars, but you can buy your three thousand dollar airline ticket. You can go to Turkey. You can go to Israel. You can spend four or five thousand dollars looking for this stuff. You won't find it. You will not find them. I'll tell you right now. You will not find the things that are in this book because you won't have God guiding you and directing you. Some places you can't even get into today. So for $75 for that book, bargain. Bargain. It's about winning souls. Now this is a three and a half hour double DVD. Now it's only one disc. It's not two discs. It's one disc. But it's a, a double layer. It's three and a half hours. And this explains the things that are in the book. So you need both. Don't think about getting one or the other. Get both. So we're doing this. The DVD is 50. The book is 75, but you can get both of them for a $100 donation at prophecyclub.com. Now, I got the, the box behind me to show you. We just got them in. We just got them in at the, at the, at the warehouse, and we are all ready to ship book and DVD. All you got to do is go to prophecyclub.com. And place your order, and if you want to, you can even have them overnighted to you. Berkey water filters have arrived. You see, most companies these days are out of Berkey water filters, but we just got a new shipment. Berkey water filters at prophecyclub.com. So, Leslie Johnson, I'm a prophecy student. Why should I come to your Train the Prophets? The reason you want to come to Train the Prophets is because you want to do more work for God. You want to be trained and equipped. And this is a safe place to come. You'll be able to prophesy more accurately. You'll know how to lay hands on the sick. They shall recover. But you're going to also know how to hear the voice of the Lord and be more accurate and understand He is speaking. That's why you want to come to Train the Prophets. Go to traintheprophets.com. The good news is EMP Shield has devices the military testing facility says protect 100% against EMP, solar flares, lightning, power surges backed by a 10-year warranty and a $25,000 insurance policy. View simple video installation instructions for home, vehicles, RV. You can have electricity in a blackout. Use the promo code PROPHECY for a $50 gift card and it helps your prophecy club. These days, emergency food is mostly sold out, but... HeavensHarvest.com has all sorts of emergency supplies and food in stock. Their food comes in square stackable buckets, breakfast, entree, protein, fruits and vegetables. I recommend you have at least 12 months of food for each person in your family. Receive a free box of heirloom seeds when you enter the promo code STAN at HeavensHarvest.com. Promo code STAN. 
click like, share, subscribe, and send to a friend.